Hello, I'm Lubo. This is Slido Engineering Podcast. I'm here with Virpo and we will talk about Hackathon. Yep, looking forward to it. Perfect. So Virpo, could you introduce uh, yourself or our audience? Yeah, so I'm basically a developer and technical leader. I'm currently part of a research and development team here at Slido and I've been here for almost six years. So I know quite a bit about the stuff that's going on in here. Thank you for the introduction and maybe everybody is asking why Virpo is my guest. The secret is that we are running our internal hackathons and you won five of them or six of them or all of them. I don't remember, but I know that you are a typical winner. So therefore I choose you for this talk because I believe you have something, you, you understand the dynamics. So maybe you can start to talk about how Uh, our internal hackathons looks like uh, yeah actually about the, the number of wins i never counted them and i don't even care enough to to do that i've had some second places and we've won some external hackathons as well but i mean it's always about fun not about winning them but winning them is also sometimes fun so well, about our internal hackathons well we didn't always run them we only started to do it like three or four years ago i believe And we've been doing it like two or three times a year. And like a small Christmas for me always. It's the time of the year I'm looking forward to the most. And what it looks like in, in Slido. It usually takes two to three days. And it's uh, three days of creative vacation, let's say. Like anyone can do anything. And everyone is encouraged to do, to do anything. And the teams that are uh, formed... They usually don't consist of the people that usually work uh, together. They're just like, like random teams uh, formed around some cool ideas and then they try to execute it in some creative way. And maybe I can talk a little about how it looks like from day one to day three. So at, at the beginning we meet, some people present some ideas that they've always had and that they want to work on. Then others can join and team up on those ideas, work on them for those three days. And at the end, we have some sort of a presentation. We uh, all of us meet again, and those who manage to do something that is presentable are then presenting it. And afterwards, finally, we use <laughs> we use Slido to pick a winner by voting on on them. Perfect. This sounds very interesting. But I think everybody has only one question in, in their mind. So how to win this thing? Because you said that it's it's fun to do to hack something, it, it's joy, it's like playing, but winning is fun too. So what is your recipe for winning hackathon? How to win? Uh, if I would be only able to give one advice, it would be have fun. And this is the way how to win a hackathon. If you are having fun, you are almost guaranteed to win If not the whole hackathon, you yourself will feel like a winner after the, after those three days. And I, I guess that's what counts. But hmm, I, I managed to win those hackathons, like some of them. And there might be some pattern of how I did it or why it worked. So maybe you can spend some time looking on that. When I think about it, I can split it into three parts. Like the, the first part starts even before the hackathon. And that's thinking about the idea that you want to join. You don't always have to, like there are always some people that are more creative and like just have the gift of uh, coming up with cool ideas and you can just join up with them and help, and help them. So that's the first part. The second would be uh, how you execute it. So what did you do during those three days? And then finally the presentation, because 
actually people are mostly gonna vote um, on their idea based uh, on, on the presentation, not uh, on the execution. And we can split it into three, three parts. What do you say, Lubo? Like talk about yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, we should start with the ideas. So how you choose ideas or how you pick? You mentioned some pattern, so maybe you can. Well, basically, at this point, I have a list in my computer that I uh, that keeps growing. Where anytime I have an uh, idea for something I would love to see in our product or in our workspace. It uh, doesn't have to always be connected to something we do daily. It's actually it's ideal to, to work on something you would never be able to work on uh, otherwise. So collecting some ideas, you can even do it with your colleagues that you have fun with or during lunch, like, like hey, what if... So just like that, you create a stupid idea that might be something that you would like to do. So we work at Slido where we are doing some interaction and live interaction. And I don't know if you remember teletext in your TVs. So we were like, we should integrate with teletext, be able to do voting through through that or through SMS messages, whatever. So just uh, random ideas like that. And maybe if there's some like extra sauce, extra tip of how to come up with an idea, it's um, taking what already exists and remixing it. Like take one or two things and try to mix it. Like um, even if it seems like it shouldn't be mixable, you, you should try to do it. So for example, we took Slido and we, look, we took Spotify and we remixed that into voting uh, on which song we'll play next, like a small ju- jukebox. Maybe let, we can create uh, an idea in here right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe you can test my idea because I prepared oh, for this. So. <laughs> And my idea is, I would like to do an extension mm-hmm. for Chrome, which helps you create polls and, and the question in Slido. So, for example, you are in any website or any web application, mm-hmm. you just select, I don't know, three ballots, and you just click, write, mm-hmm. and it asks, and there will be something like Slido, create poll, mm-hmm. and you choose the, what kind of poll you would like to create, and it automatically creates this poll, and that's it. So this is good idea or it's bad idea. I think it's it's doable in two days probably. That actually sounds perfect. Like it, it's you it would be remixing. It's like a Google extension and and Slido how to remix it. And so if you have three ballot points and you select those and like right click on them, the the menu have an option like create poll out of this. And our poll needs a question and then options. So those three bullet points would be options, I guess. And the question would be like, which one would you pick? And and that's it. I, I can see that as an idea. In a similar way, you can mix, remix things that you don't even like. Maybe that's a secret tip I, I have. Taking things you, you like in your general, like uh, if, if you like games, take a game or, or game engine like Unity and take uh, the product you work on and try to integrate those two so that you do something in a game and something else happens in the in the program. Yeah, starting with something you love, you like, you enjoy. I guess that's yeah. Yeah, that's also part of that. It sounds good and, and usable. So maybe this much about uh, how to come up with an idea. Yeah, yeah. So let's move to execution because this is uh, this is crazy part. So how to <laughs> execute something in just two or three days? So with the execution, I guess. Well, not sleeping would be one advice, but it may be uh, an, an ill advice. Like not sleeping is not always ideal. Whatever you feel like, you should do that. But what what matters, in my opinion, is like forming a meaningful team 
not having too many people in one team because then you are trying to please everyone and in the end no nobody's pleased so i guess a group of two to four people maximum is, is ideal i say two or three people works the best or at least for me and if, if you're a developer you should try to find someone that you enjoyed working with not necessarily someone you work on uh, work with on daily basis but that has uh, some skills that you maybe don't have so that you two can like together do work on something that you wouldn't normally uh, do and then maybe perhaps some designer if it's a user oriented solution maybe even a product manager or user researcher that might help you so that much about execution and the third part is then presenting your idea and i say a meaningful tip is not to like like you should cut the execution at some point and focus for a few hours on how to present what you've done and maybe even like focus on what you want to present some sometimes not at the beginning but in the middle of, of working on it you should consider like all right we have this this and that but but what's gonna be presentable something like that so then the third part you are gonna want to present and wow the audience and in there you have some like general presentation advice that I can give you. Maybe the, the, the first one would be whenever you are starting any presentation ever, you should start with some catch. You should like start with a hook, people often say. So something that uh, people can... Most of the people are gonna be on their mobile phones, not really listening, but if you catch their attention early, then you are gonna like even have more chance, chance to get more votes because people are gonna actually listen to your idea. Then what, what worked for me, it's a pattern I, I might have been able to see, is like progressively reveal more and more of, of what the idea is, uh, like how, uh, what it can do. Like if you worked on, uh, I, I work on, worked on images in voting in Slido and how I presented it was like first showing like a few images, then showing that we can display even 10 images at the same time. And then finally that those images can even be animated GIFs and that was like the, the wow effect for everyone. So progressively revealing more and more and doing it more and more fun. Then maybe perhaps trying to be funny during the presentation. Even if you are awkward and, and funny at the same time, it helps. Those are the tips. <laughs> Thank you. I can see this pattern you mentioned on your presentation. That it, it looks sometimes like, by the way, we, we did something. Yeah. And then, then you graduate, graduate, and at the end there is some big bump or some wow effect. And everybody, wow. So you start very humble, not with uh, because some presentations are we did perfect thing, we are winning, and then they present nothing. Mm-hmm. You start very different, very humble, but at the <laughs> end everybody's like what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can talk about my like. Perhaps one of the most favorite ideas I worked on, it was during a hackathon where I executed like three different ideas, but that was a like crazy time. And project I worked on didn't even take more than two or three hours. And it was basically doing text formatting in Slido. And uh, how the presentation started was like, yeah, you can write like asterisk sign and uh, the word between those asterisk signs is gonna be bold then you can do strike through text, stuff like that. And I slowly revealed like more and more. 
And then finally, I showed uh, a message from our CTO, mm -hmm. how he mocked me for even having an idea of im implementing LaTeX into Slido. And then the third bomb that I revealed was like, yeah, and then you can of course do, do LaTeX. And most of the people in Slido that haven't even like seen it before. So I started writing some really complex formulas, making it seem really easy and simple while it really wasn't. And I, I showed how you can do, I don't know, E equals uh, MC squared in Slido and stuff like that. So that in that way, progressively like revealing what I, what we worked on and didn't even like take a long time, but the presentation just people like the presentation so much that in the end, I, I think it, the idea ended up second or something like that. It doesn't have to be about the execution. It doesn't have to be. It's about having fun. Yeah, that's what I always say. Mm -hmm. This was very insightful. Maybe we can move to another question. So why we should or another company should mm -hmm. run Hackathon? So because from some point of view, it sounds great. It's fun. It sounds like two, three days of creative vacation mm -hmm. and best, most expensive people in the company are doing some crazy stuff. How to explain the management that this has some value for the company because it's from some point of view looks like complete waste and a lot of projects, even winning projects from hackathons are not in production. So they are in drawers or in trash. Uh, so why mm -hmm. this makes sense for you, for Slido or for another company? So there's, there's like a huge number of of reasons why why you should do it. If I would be put in front of some company leader, I would maybe mention that, yeah, you have those like expensive people that would work on something that's not necessarily tied to company results uh, or whatever, but anyone working anywhere might not 100% uh, be in a place and doing only on the stuff that he enjoys or she enjoys. So from time to time, being able to work on anything is giving that freedom, uh, at least for, for a small period of time, to those people. And even if you feel like those three days are going to be wasted, if you don't even, ex like, you shouldn't expect much uh, of a result, you could be surprised of what people come up with. People have uh, issues with their, in their work in, in terms of not being productive in some way, or they, I don't know, they can't choose uh, where to go for lunch each day and spend five minutes deciding. Maybe they can code uh, some random generator of where to go to eat that day. And maybe that can save, I don't know, hours of time uh, each year. So stuff like that. By uh, letting people work on something they believe they should work on, they can stay inspired, stay motivated, save time and have fun. And I believe any leader should uh, want this uh, in, in their company. Yeah, well, I totally agree with you because there are some things like creativity, motivation. It's very hard to put in, uh, in revenues and monies and ROIs and I don't know, and other KPIs, mm -hmm. but you need to contemplate it or have it in, in the company. Otherwise you are not moving forward. So as you said, the hackathon, as I understand it is one tool how you can enable this in your culture and your company and okay we know why now how so i know that you also organize a hackathon here so something about the organization so if somebody bought this idea and wants to do it 
what is the fun and what is the pain to organize the hackathon. So you can be very honest now. Well, we've organized, like, ever since we organized hackathons, we've been growing as a company, but the number of people joining a hackathon hasn't been growing that much. And it was a bit concerning for me. I, I was feeling like it's a three-day thing that everyone should join. That's not really realistic, but we should at least, like, aim for that. And what I observed is that over time, the hackathons got a bit more robotic, more automatic, and, like, less genuine. And the first one was like really like authentic, people enjoyed that, had fun. But then everyone was expecting like the same people to be the winners. And like there was just one team that won and they got a bit frustrating. Maybe we were even running them too often, like three times a year, which maybe two is a better number for us. But there are companies that runs a smaller version of Hackathon each month. Maybe it's just a one day, one day thing. So yeah, I was put in a position by myself into organizing our last hackathon and I looked into what we should change or like what, what was the essence of the hackathon that was so enjoyable and then distilled it into, into rules because the rules are easy to digest and I myself hate rules, that's what I said even when presenting it and that's why we, we are gonna have rules because uh, if, if the rules are set correctly, I guess uh, it, just, it just makes sense so those rules for us were we are gonna work for three days but without overtimes because uh, sometimes people felt like they need to work for overtimes need to work hard to win anything and then those that didn't really, really feel like working 12 hours a day they had i don't know family at home that they wanted to be with etc they've already felt like losers but like that doesn't like make sense that uh, that shouldn't be that way so that was one rule then there was a rule that you should always do what you love that comes back to picking a topic or a project or language or framework that you really love and you want, it, want to try. Maybe if you like Twitch uh, and stre game streaming, you can do something with that. If you like music, you can like code something that generates music. Like whatever uh, is the technology, you should just work on it. Then our surprising rule, it was really funny that it came from my mouth, I guess, because everyone remembers me as a hackathon winner. But I said that there's gonna be no no trophy in the hackathon, and that was true to some extent. We we basically decided not to have a single winner because it felt kind of bittersweet when we were presenting choosing the winner that out of I don't know 50 people, just three could uh, celebrate some kind of a win. So what we did instead, we created like several categories. For us, it was three different ones. And those were like, uh, these will never get to production, the best execution and funniest presentation, like those three. That uh, all, all kinds of people can win in all kinds of uh, categories. And if some team starts working on something, and they realize that the idea is stupid, somehow funny, then maybe they can, they can aim for that category. And we always also presented like first, second and third place for each. So basically we had nine winning teams each time out of 15. And even if you didn't win, you, you were uh, like close to the top in uh, some of those categories. So everyone felt like a winner. And I guess that's really important to make people feel like winners. So the next question is what to expect from Hackathon? Well, nothing. Like anyone who's organizing a hackathon, anyone who's giving an allowance for a hackathon to be run, 
you should literally expect nothing to be done in those three days. That way, you can only be surprised. Like leaders are, are often ambitious. They see some results before they even happen. And in a hackathon, if you start concentrating on seeing an idea, you are gonna see some concrete thing, concrete goal you want the company to go towards. But that's the, I guess that's the worst thing you can do because then you can't be surprised if someone works on something totally irrelevant, but in a great way or like does something that you wouldn't even imagine because it's not gonna be the thing you imagined it to be. Mm. This sounds very crazy, of course, from the management point of view. Okay, so we are investing yeah. three days, maybe whole company, and expect nothing, literally nothing. But I understand some reverse logic there you, you're trying to explain, because if you put some expectations, people will probably try to fly, fly low or just do, let's say, very simple and obvious things, and they will not try to do crazy stuff, because they feel that they need to deliver something mm-hmm. this is the idea or if you are working with developers they are often like introverts or people that don't always come up with their ideas like aloud they don't talk about them but they still have them but if you guide them to to some sort of your idea they are always gonna listen to to you instead of listening to themselves and then in the end i feel like they are gonna be unhappy I've seen this with uh, several developers in, in here, like you should give them as much freedom and ensure that they can work on anything that they want as much as possible, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so as I understand it, so setting this rule, no expectations mm-hmm. or no production code or mm-hmm. something like this means that you you somehow trying to really let people decide what you want to do. And And there's also a second layer to this. When we were working, like uh, during our hackathons, people often ask during the final presentation, like, when is this gonna get into production? And then in the next hackathons, people started to say like, yeah, and this is production already because we, I don't know, did it in a way that's gonna be like um, shippable on the next day. And that's also like a way to doom yourself because... Working on something for three days and making it production ready means you worked like it was your ordinary workday. You had to do things properly and you, you couldn't do something as ambitious as if you would work on something that would go to thrash. I think during a hackathon you should do shortcuts, you should uh, cheat <laughs> in some places and to, to try to present the idea and uh, not the execution as much. You should explore like the technical possibilities like or, or whatever works for you, but focusing on delivering something that's shippable, I believe kills creativity in the end. So that's why we set this rule, like whatever we, we build will go straight to trash, uh, was the rule. And this allowed anyone to dig into crazy topics and if they didn't feel like designing something, they just put a picture of it, like someone did a recapture, but they didn't want to spend too much time on it. So they just just put a recapture image uh, in there and when they clicked on it, it seemed like they it, it got accepted, like stuff like that. So you should feel uh, or, or think freely during hackathons. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we are talking about the crazy ideas and expectations, uh, do you remember some most crazy ideas from our hackathons, which is uh, which are in your mind and uh, somehow set the bar of craziness? 
I guess there are several. I, I would love, love to hear your ideas then as well. Uh, my, for me, probably the head with, uh, with the lights <laughs> yeah. and, and the timer for, uh, for quiz. Yeah. So, so that was it's, uh, it's hard to explain uh, on podcast, but this was a really crazy one. So, so we basically have a, a quiz feature in Slido where you're voting on the correct option out of I don't know four, let's say, and you have uh, only 20 seconds for the answer, and you can see like how many seconds there are left. And one of the guys in here actually created a, a hat, a baseball hat that he put on his head, and there were LEDs on it that were showing how much time there's left, like it was a small bar that was shrinking. That was crazy. Then in different sense, crazy, I liked the project Slido moderated by, or like uh, controlled by the microphone. So if you were a presenter and you are asking a question that popped in Slido and the microphone detected that it's approximately this question that's being currently talked about, then we automatically highlighted it. And then after finishing talking about it, it automatically archived it. And you could also like launch a poll and stuff like that. Then maybe one another project, it's it's a special one in my heart, is when a non-developer worked on something and created some code. And she worked on automatic event code suggestions. So in Slido, if you are joining an event from your phone, you can do that by entering some uh, small hashtag like Hashtag Slido would get you to our Slido meeting. Hashtag WebExpo would get you to WebExpo conference or whatever. And you can also set set a name like this is Slido All Hands meeting of February 2022. And if you entered a, a name of your event like that, uh, you wanted some cool event code, we could automatically suggest one of those words that you had in the name, like Slido, for example, all, all Slido All Hands or or anything. And suggested that as a as, as a event code. That was really a nice one. Okay, thank you for this. Maybe a last question. Mm-hmm. So it's typical question. So some tips and tricks and part of wisdom for our listeners of this podcast about the hackathons, how to win it, how to do it. Tips and tricks of a hackathon. So I guess you should definitely do something you love. You should definitely have fun. You should try to like. Uh, I guess mix different people from different uh, regions, different teams to work together for a few days so that they get some different kind of inspiration and and yeah you should expect nothing then you can you can only be surprised but I I believe if you truly expect nothing only then you can be like truly positively surprised by by the the results and I don't think you're going to be disappointed. This was perfect ending. Thank you Virpo. This was Ubo. This was Slido Engineering podcast and bye bye.